0: I'm so excited to share with you guys some things that we've been working on recently. So we have just changed the Set the Standard Communities program around to be a membership. And if you don't know what it is, essentially, we are a membership community for high achieving ...men to break through any of their limiting beliefs so that they can be the best entrepreneur, the best role model, the best father, and the best partner for everyone around them. To truly set the standard, to raise new standards, our community is all about lifting each other up, pushing each other's limits, and making sure that we are disciplined, courageous warriors, especially within the mind, the heart... And the body. And we have seen some crazy transformations. We have a lot of e-commerce people come in and we see their businesses go from not making much at all to either $500,000 in three months or making like consistent like $30,000 months, and they got to $200,000 months. We have multiple people quit their jobs. We also have people lose a ton of weight, get into their best bodies, find more fulfillment in life and connect back with their partners, especially if it's on the rocky side. And that is all done through working with over 250 people. And now we have figured out the systems. We figured out the processes that create the best transformation for someone. We've got weekly group coaching calls. We have a one-on-one head coach, Glenn, who has coached all around the world and myself coaching in there. The community is At its highest peak right now, in terms of value, connection, and just overall people pushing each other to the limits so they can really embody what it truly means to be a modern alpha. So if that sounds like you and that sounds like something that you want to get around and you want to be around the best of the best and you want to be at the start of something which is growing and expanding so that you can grow and expand, especially surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals, then Set the Standard is the place to go. And if you'd like to join there, you can send me a DM on Instagram and just want to let you know our podcast listeners all get a cheeky little discount. So if you reach out or if you're, you're listening to this, and you're a female and you're like, oh, my partner could use with this because we get a lot of guys whose partners refer them, which is uh, like hilarious with us. <laughs> We're like, hell yeah, get into it guys, let's break some limits. Then this is the place for you. So big love and speak to you soon. The more emotionally intelligent you are, the more you know about your own reflections and you know what triggers you and how you like to be treated. And the more you know about you, directly correlates to how you can show up for other people. <laughs> So in this video, I'm going to be talking about how to become a better leader so that you can make more money, have more business success, find more fulfillment with inside yourself, have more trust and respect from others around you and have better relationships. And one thing that I have done for a long period of time is work with modern leaders and working with some pretty powerful CEOs, building a community of sixty active member, over 60 active members, working with 200 around about 200 men and after all the podcasts and teaching leadership in corporate and learning all the leadership styles and studying at a university and then been put through modern leadership training. It's been really interesting because there's so much that goes along with it. And some of the problems that I've highlighted and, and noticed is when leadership is lacking, these things show up. So personal leadership or external leadership and also creating other leaders is one problem is not having progress in your own business is a problem. (laughs) And what that comes down to most of the time isn't necessarily a numbers game, like it could be, but the person who makes the decisions on the numbers is the leader and they bear bear all of the weight on their shoulders. Therefore, with their progress in business, it comes down to them and they're making the decisions and making decisions is a leadership skill and ability. So if the business isn't growing it can be a leadership problem um, when the team doesn't listen, or you feel like you're frustrated at the team. Like, why am I being so frustrated? What is the stickiness in the air going along? That is a problem. Feeling stressed about money. Usually, people if they have a, a good business or they're um, working really well and they're generating, you know, income and things are happening, but for some reason, like, why am I still stressed about money? And why do I always feel like I'm just grabbing? like crumbs at the end. Like, what is that feeling? That's a problem. Leadership problem. Um, I have to do everything myself is a leadership problem. Don't, don't you worry about it, mate. Don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Don't worry about it. Oh, really? That's too difficult and struggling and you're making mistakes there. Don't worry about it. I'll do it. It's like this avoidance strategy of like, you know, projecting on people, like you're actually not good enough. Um, I'm going to do it because you're worthless. And if, you know, you make a mistake, it's going to cost the business money or success or someone's going to be unhappy somewhere. So you don't worry about the mistake. I'll do it. Oh, burn. I know some people might be listening to this like, ah, you got me there, Corey. Um, you don't trust your team or you feel like for some reason, I just can't let go and give you guys a responsibility. <gasps> no, I'll do everything. <laughs> so that's sort of those two go hand in hand. You don't want your team to go through what you've gone through. Why do you actually care for people? You're like, no, no, no. That's the sort of like, don't you worry about it. I've got it. It's, it's actually you care about them and you don't want them to go through and work as hard and all this stuff. So like, I'll take it on. I'll take on the responsibility. Don't you worry about it, which projects weakness on your team. It's like you're basically saying to them, you're too weak and you haven't got the skills. So they eventually shut off, shut off, shut off and will go somewhere else. Um, another problem is, uh, and I actually write this one down here is not having a vision so like no vision, so no buy-in from your team. So if you feel like your team and employees aren't motivated to go out there and crush it all the time, they're like, yes, let's go here and work as hard as hard as we can, then that's a problem. And what I notice in real time with my own company and having my own employees is that my employees outwork anyone else's employees. <laughs> just putting it out there. And it's like a humble brag, but it's, I'm very proud of it. And if I, if I needed to, if I was like, Hey guys, we've got four days and like, you know, five nights, we're going to work 24 hours straight, like every single day for the next five days, because we have to, and we're going to go March and like, we've got this big goal. We've got to take and let's go get it. They'd be like, okay, <laughs> They'd honestly, just be like, yep, sure. Let's go. <laughs> um, and obviously not all the time, but you know, if we needed anything and I was, I put like the, the hammer down, they would jump on. And I'm, I'm so proud to be able to say that. And I actually said that to them, like, I'm really proud to be able to say that. And they're like, yeah. Um, stagnation. So if things feel like they're stagnating, leadership problem. If just you have general unsatisfaction with life and personal life, like why are things just, just a little bit of sheet at the moment? Like, why is that? It usually comes down to a leadership problem. And I'm going to talk about those. And I think the no vision one is, is is really powerful as well. And this is where I believe expanding as a leader and expanding yourself is so powerful of a tool and a skill to use and is so necessary to be essentially the strongest tree that bears the ripest fruit. And you can be that. And then with those ripe fruit, they get eaten, seeds go into soils and build other stronger trees until you have a damn forest and you are the first person who expanded yourself and put yourself into that position. So that's why you know, I like the word expand. So one thing that I like to talk about in this, and I'm going to go through some tips and techniques to teach you a bit about leadership in here. Number one is define leadership. Like what's the definition? Like what is your definition of leadership and what does that mean to you? And some people think like trust or integrity, leading. <laughs> okay, obvious. So I believe that some sort of definition of leadership comes down to you. And what we can do for that specifically is understanding that, you know, is, is, it comes down to you and your own definition of leadership. But I believe the best leadership has something to do about empowering other people. If you can put other people in positions of power, that's good leadership. Like my team lead me all the time. Sometimes like recently, I've just been playing in that energy for the moment. I've been like, you guys do everything. And like, here's this task, here's this task, here's this task, here's this task. And just seeing how much they can take. And they lead me. Hey Corey, we need this done this time, this time. And they ask me, how can I lead you better? Because sometimes I don't do things. I don't get tasks done. they're like, how can I lead you better? What's a better contact form for you? How can I support you? And it's like, oh, this is so good. Having just like multiple leaders leading in a company. It's, It's like, it's one of the best things I've experienced. That's just personal experience, not what I've helped other people do as well. And it was really interesting because I think this is powerful. And I believe that like, so number one, what's your definition of leadership? Number two, important tactic to understand and note here is self-awareness. So self-awareness directly correlates to leadership. And I learned this from some leadership podcasts, uh, leadership podcasts that I've had with some leadership trainers and working in this in and teaching it. In uh, professional settings, is the, the best leadership trainers say, "Well, well, the best leadership comes down to self awareness." I'm like, "What? What do you mean by that?" I was like, "Well, the more emotionally intelligent you are, the more you, more you know about your own reflections and you know what triggers you and how you like to be treated, and the more you know about you, directly correlates to how you can show up for other people, and understand other people and what they need and the needs that they have." And also the more you understand about yourself and how you're different from everyone else and how people have different parts of of themselves and how they work and how they would like to learn also is a self-awareness you can have for other people. And and you can use that in real time. Then when you start practicing certain skills or techniques and management scenarios, things can really work. And it doesn't just work. In your professional life, but they also work and shop in your personal life. Because I believe true leadership is, you know, yes, uh, self-awareness is the key component. But what that looks like is just embodiment. Because you can't change. You, you can change. Leadership is who you are as a person. It's not what you do. It's not so much what you say. It's who you are as your own person and your intention behind things. And you might say like you can't change who you are, but I disagree. I believe you can change who you are with the right tools, understanding your own self-awareness. Like when people have personal breakthroughs, when they do get buy-in from the teams, when their language changes on, depending on, on who they're, they're, they're speaking to is really powerful. A lot of that comes from, you know, good psychology. Understanding yourself and understanding what people needs and the business needs and also understanding big whys. <laughs> it's like understanding the vision. Why are you doing this? And why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? I think it's very powerful and like a lot of love and care come into it. Especially if you're passionate about something, which is why leadership is such an important skill and the best leaders get paid so much money for it, especially the big-time CEOs. So I think this is a really important note as well, is the group projects on the leader. And this is some Eric Fromm teaching. Eric Fromm is a favorite philosopher of mine. He wrote the book, you know, The Art of Loving. And I forgot it, but that was a really good good book. There's another one. It's like The Art of Being, something like that. And it's a beautiful book. And he talks about leadership. Is like, and this is also, no, sorry, this wasn't Eric Fromm. This is from the book called The Denial of Death by Ernst Becker. And he talks about, but those Eric Fromm's great leadership books and those two books I mentioned are amazing. But this one, Ernest Becker, The Denial of Death, he talks about leadership and he's like, well, as a group and as a leader, you project on the, the group in the community that I need you to get to here. I can't do it by myself. So the group then goes, oh, let's go and do that. But then the group projects on the leader and they think like, we will get there if he's leading us. So we must follow this person. So we need from him. And then that works. It has pros and it has cons, but that is what happens because when someone's uncomfortable or someone, something else there, you're still projecting on the leader. Like if you're, you know, it could turn around instead of being like, you know, you know, screw you for not showing up or doing this or showing up like that way. And there's like a negative projection, but that is like the the normal projections of what happens within a, a leadership scenario. And if you can hold that and run along with it, it's, You can see some really good leadership happening. And just being aware of that is really important. So everything you say, do, and who you are and your language that you use is a projection because you're going to project on your group or your people who you're leading consciously or unconsciously. And I know I would rather be doing it consciously because that's what's going to get results. Really important. Also, another tip. So tip number, I think this is number four. So number one was to find leadership. Two is empower to create more leaders. Uh, Three, self-awareness. Four, the group projects. And the leader projects. Number five is trust makes good leadership. So this happens particularly in Western cultures, especially Australia. So good leadership happens over a period of time, over a period of time. So it's like <laughs> if you have a new boss, if you've ever worked somewhere new and someone's come in and they've been like, "Go do this, I go do this," so you should do this and you should do that, and you're like, "Shut up! Like why do I want to listen or do anything that you say? Like why, why would I listen to you?" and If the leader expects that that's going to happen and they don't respect that they're new as a leader, then everyone's just going to shut off. However, a leader as a facilitator and a leader as a coach, if they come in and said, this is the scenario, you guys are new, I'm the leader, and where we want to get to is this destination with these targets, how are we going to get there? And I need your guys' help. Now you have just approached that as a facilitator. And what a facilitator does, if you think about a marriage counselor, they've got the husband and they've got the wife and they've got problems. And they say, well, what are your problems? Well, what are your problems? And they go, cool. How are we going to work on these together? <laughs> so they bring in two parties and they're just like, so that's the scenario. You've said this, oh, I get that. And you said this, oh, I get that because they're not projecting on each other. Then it makes sense and everyone can talk about it. And then hopefully marriage gets better. So when that is approached in a leadership scenario and that is done over a period of time without pointing the blame or pointing the fingers, Eventually, it builds trust with people, and when you 've got trust with people, you can run with you can you can run with them essentially and I remember like you know doing a an exercise where you know in terms of my own leadership, I met like a bunch of strangers and essentially after not meeting them for a long per- period of time, we all had to like you know, turn our backs to people and they had to write on a card if they trust or do not trust you and I believe myself as a really trustworthy per- person, everything that I do. Is for the good of the people that I love. It's for the people in the set, the standard community It's workshops to help people break through and achieve all the success and fulfillment and love in their lives possible. I'm so determined for that because I believe that, you know, with some of the tools and techniques that we've got, if it's spread out over the world, we can make the biggest impact ever. And I'll die trying to see it happen is 50% of the people didn't trust me. And that rocked me to my core. I just thought like, wow, actually it did rock me, but I also knew in terms of how I was showing up, like, you know, I can see why these people, you know, wouldn't trust me. And first they don't know me because I haven't given them the chance to get to know me to haven't opened up. Interesting, right? Interesting, right? So trust over a period of time happens. So we can't expect leadership to happen straight away. We've got to get buy-in from people. And in the age of attention, right? Because we live in the age of attention. In the age of attention, When you give attention, you get attention back. And if you want attention, and if you want people to pay attention to you, you have to give attention first. So in any leadership scenarios, like how much attention have you given to your team, to your employees, or to people around you that you love or people that you want to lead for them to give you attention back instead of just directly telling them what to do or ordering people around, like what attention have you actually given them so they can get it. Cool. So I think that's really cool. I also think there's a couple of leadership techniques. So that trust one there is is really important. A couple of leadership techniques is understanding, like listening to your own human nature and understanding the anger, laziness, feeling like, oh, I don't want to do this thing or feeling stressed out or feeling like, oh, money, got to do this money problem, whatever it is, is an opportunity for innovation. It's an opportunity for innovation. So I'm going to use some personal examples. So a personal example was, I remember I was like, I cannot be bothered collecting finance from my employees, (laughs) not from my employees, from my customers. So we had a whole bunch of customers coming into the community and chasing up payments and collecting payments and making sure they're on time and sending reminders and collecting them when I'm doing, you know, 10 sales calls a week. I'm messaging people, making sure they're having their breakthroughs, make sure I've got time for myself, managing all the admin of the business, sending off all the finance records, getting back to all the emails um, resourcing all the emails, you know, um, <laughs> getting coached yourself, building out and creating new modules, creating podcasts, creating YouTube videos, and then creating content stories and, and Instagram, right? It was a lot. And I was like, I just don't have the energy after like asking, you know, for money then on the back end chasing it up. I can't. So I was like, well, why don't I just pay someone to do it? And I did. And immediately started making so much more money. And I was like, oh, How good is this? Instead of going, no, 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 I'll do it. Just leaning into, you know, okay, what is coming up right now? And I'm feeling a lot of resistance. What can I do for collecting this? What can I do? Another thing that happened uh, as well. So one there is collecting finances. One is just like actually just doing nothing sometimes is a leadership skill. Sometimes it'll be the situation where I'm like, I could fix this problem or I could make a bunch of cashier. I could really help this person um, move along here. However, I know my employees would have a better opportunity if they learned this thing. So sometimes I'll just mention, um, so there's this problem over here. Just want to bring that to attention and then do nothing <laughs> and wait for people to think and talk about it. And then, oh, Corey, should I... Um, Go and do this, or, or, or I'll get the message of the best message I get. Hey, Corey, remember that problem that you mentioned? Fixed it. I didn't tell anyone to do anything. <laughs> sometimes doing nothing is a, a really good leadership skill of just like sitting back and watching and then coaching people when they go through. So, understanding like sometimes people go through and make mistakes, or before they, you know, put their hand on the hot stoves, this is another way I'd, I'd attack what you're about to do. And just understanding, and they go, oh, okay, then they've got responsibility, they can handle that more often. Number two is, or another point to this, is also fun. Leadership gets to be fun. As well as it's fun, it's also emotional. And as a leader, I believe that you're dealing with a lot of emotions. And what I see people regularly is avoid emotional talk and avoid fun. Like fun gets to be a part of it. Dancing, moving around, like investing into things in your team, which is going to be fun for them, fun together. uh, And actually just making work sometimes just a little bit silly like we're all humans and we have those beans and we get to make things fun like sometimes we'll come to a call and we've all got masks on our face and and like dancing and you know actually having a really good time and working on projects and things that we find fun and interesting because if there's no life and no fun then you're projecting onto your customers or whoever else it is that oh man it's not fun like i don't want to work there future employees or that's not fun and their customers and clients are like, man, these guys are just real serious. They're not fun all the time. So, or not fun at all. So I believe fun is a critical role of leadership and being able to create fun and joy in people is so important. As well as making themselves feel safe. I think fun is a lifeblood. And another point to that is also when I was mentioning with the emotions is not shying away. If someone feels really upset or cut about something and something comes up, it's like there could be a breakthrough for this person. And when it happens, they're gonna be on fire. Like on absolute fire after that. And I notice, you know, because I've, I've done this myself, and those other leaders, they sort of shear away from the emotions instead of getting right into that and like crying with their employees. I can say I've cried with my employees, I've screamed on the phone with my employees, I've been in the most amount of laughter it is impossible with my employees, and I'm seeing this happen not just in my own in my own scenarios, but in all of our clients and, and customers' scenarios. We see this happen, like they have a personal breakthrough and next minute their business has completely changed. Everyone is happy. People have just given them so much. Thanks. Like we just had one, one, one leader who just had never had the opportunity to give someone a bonus. I never thought that, you know, it come up for them. They just forgot. You know what I mean? And we, we were working together and we went through a lot of this theory and I was like, Hey man, like, why don't you just send him a bonus right now? Like you've got the money there. So we gave him like close to $2,000 each. I think it was like one and a half thousand dollars. And he gave a couple of his employees, just a big bonus. And it was like the biggest release. For me. he's like, I've never felt so good before in my life. They just mentioned, like just said that and gave them a really nice message as, Hey, let's genuinely appreciate you. And that's not to say to give people like money. This was just, that was the the gift that he wanted to give them because he'd never done it before. And there's other techniques. Sometimes giving cash isn't the best thing to do, but in this situation, we believed it was. And he went, that it was the best thing ever. And it wasn't so much for his employees because they appreciate it. And they've been kicking us since, but also he's like, wow, I really like this leadership and taking care of my employees. I'm going to do the best that I can for them. And I'm not kidding when I say his business revenue doubled the month after. Doubled. They did what they normally did in a month in one week. (laughs) And that just comes from leadership, right? They come from understanding what the crux of it with the leadership was, what we need to do, what the block was there and moving forward. So that is what I'm teaching in my expand leadership workshop. So how you can take the power of everything that I've mentioned, condense it, because we're doing a four-hour workshop, right? So it's it's roughly a four-hour workshop, and we're going to be learning this at a critical level really deeply and simplifying everything for you. And then what we're going to do is run through some in-person scenarios with a little bit of role play and other things to figure out what the crux is for you to really help you expand what that next level is for your own leadership journey. And I'm so excited and I'm so pumped. And if you aren't coming to the Expand workshops, then by the time you're listening to this, we will have a recording of them. We will have modules of them. Please reach out Please reach out for us for those. So if you're listening to this, we are on Adelaide this Saturday. I'm just going to get up my calendar real quickly so I can see. So uh, essentially we're doing, it's actually on Sunday. So Adelaide Expands on the 18th of June, 2023, if you're watching this. We've got Hobart on the 21st of June. We have Melbourne on the 24th of June, 2023. We're doing Sydney on the 25th of June, 2023. And then Brisbane on the 1st of July, 2023. And Gold Coast on the 2nd of July, 2023. And Perth date is incoming. We haven't 100% landed on that, but it's looking like it's going to be the 15th of July. So please just send me a message, comment below, or let us know what one you would like to come to, and we can put you in the right direction, or you can just jump on. We're doing a deal at the moment. So $2.99 is a ticket. If you buy two, you get one free. So it's for you, basically, if you have two team members, come bring your team members, you come yourself and bring along for free. We've already got sales in, in all of the workshops so far, and we just honestly can't wait to see you guys there. It's going to be a blast. We're going to have so much fun. We're going to show you how to like do this and, and have fun with it and take something new and fresh and exciting so that essentially you don't, you're you not stagnant. You're not having, so that, so that you're moving through stagnation. The problems in your business are dissolving. Your relationships are growing. You're finding more time and fulfillment for yourself. And you can have better relationships with people and watch your business grow or watch you grow or watch your leadership, wherever it is, grow without you even touching it much and being like, wow. And then you're sort of like the the person at the head of the symphony orchestra, just watching everything, you know, work really well together. And that's what we want to happen for you. So super excited. Click the link below if you're interested or send me a personal message. I'll speak to you soon. And I so look forward to seeing you there because this is going to be absolutely mind-blowing, especially for you. And I can't wait to meet you in person as well. So let's go. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast episode. I hope you guys are getting something valuable out of it. I've really put my heart and soul into these podcast episodes and I really just, my sole intention for this is to help you transform. And one of the best things that I like to mention and talk about for transformations is one of the retreats that we hold. So uh, during this year, we a men's retreat which had like 25 to 30 people come to it and it was absolutely insane it was mind-blowing and then we traveled uh, Australia and we have done I think it was like seven workshops total that we did seven or eight workshops that we did traveling around Australia with people we've taken everything that we've learned from our last retreat the 250 people that we've worked with within the community and our workshops and we've condensed it all down to be have one of the best in-person transformational experiences ever for men only people are coming out of there and we've see them like in their business just just absolutely Explode. We've seen people like connect with their parents in a way that they've never connected them before. Like they get their parents to tell them that they love, they love them in their healing relationships and the healing relationships with their partners, the healing relationships with their brothers and sisters and people that they really care about bringing more fulfillment to their life because they're more confident. They're more embodied. They're having powerful conversations with employees or customers, or they're actually charging what they're worth and making their money first. And this is all happening literally the week after the next level retreat. And we see the people uh, see it happening for people again and again and again and again. And, and we would love you to have that experience. So if you're interested in having a look at some of the details, we our next level the retreat is coming at the the 2nd to the 4th of February 2024. We have a total of uh, 26 spots up for grabs and we have already sold 8 tickets. Um when you're listening to this, probably more because the day that I'm recording this is nuts. So I'll turn this uh, ad off once we have sold out all of the tickets. But if you want to get outside of your comfort zone, connect with other high performers and, you know, really take yourself to the next level and learn all of the secrets that we've got and put yourself in in a position where you're getting outside of your comfort zone with, you know, high performing men who are absolutely crushing it, then please do. I have literally had one of my client's wives who is a high performer come up to me and um, look me in the eyes and like pause me for a moment and said, thank you for saving my marriage. And my heart just sunk into my chest and just that just gave me so much fulfillment. Like, wow, the work that we are doing is so powerful, makes me so proud and I love it so much. And I would love for you, especially if you're male, to have this experience. So reach out to me uh, on Instagram, send me a DM and we can talk about uh, if we have any spots available for you as they're filling up quickly. Uh, so big love and I hope to see you there speak to you soon.